Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of the Real Estate Show on CCO. If you have any kind of a real estate-related question, you can call it in or you can text it in. Again, the same number applies to both phone calls and text messages. That number is 651-989-9226. Chris Rooney is uh, by my side. We're already getting uh, text messages. I know. That's uh, a good and, question. And, and I, sometimes we run out of time to answer yeah. them. Should we, can we get grab to this one right away? Yeah. Then we'll get on with the show. Uh, interesting question. Can agents get clients out of a contract with other agents? Uh, they can get in serious trouble if they even suggest it. Yeah, you can't do it. So what, what can happen if, if somebody is under contract and they tell you that, you have to halt all discussions with them. But if they call you, you can talk to them. But so an, an example of that is, let's just say a listing is expiring and it's getting down to the end. They're like, well, maybe we're going to talk to a couple other agents. They reach out to an agent and say, hey, come on over. We want to talk. You can do that from an agent perspective. But if they say, hey, we want to try to get out of our contract early, you know, how can we do that? You cannot approach that subject at all. You've got to just stop the conversation. You can't do that because they're under contract and uh, you just, you just, you can't mess with that at all. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people do have problems um, with their agent or they just maybe, um, I don't know, maybe there's some communication problems or whatever. And I think it's uh, people, they, they will call different agents and ask them how they can get out of a contract. Um, but if you if you're in that situation and you can't work it out with the agent, you should then call their office and talk to the broker and uh, see what you can work out. Because sometimes that might put you with another agent. Um, but you do have a contract that you did sign, and uh, you should be sticking with it. Say, so. so I'll ask uh, Andy this in a moment. But uh, how was your week in real estate? It was uh, good. It was good. It's uh, it's interesting because. This time usually is preparing for getting listings all ready uh, for next year. So you're talking to people and telling them what to do. Um, but this week was kind of combined with, uh, you know, new clients coming in to the fold. And it was uh, pretty pretty exciting. I mean, we're getting showing still. And a lot of times uh, we talk to our clients about, you know, between Thanksgiving and Christmas or yeah. even the new year about whether or not you should keep your house on the market or not. Now, there is some that we have chosen to kind of remove from the market um, for, for different instances. And sometimes if you are um, you really decorate a lot for these holidays, sometimes it's not good to show it that way, you know. It's a little overdone. So, yeah, and some people want to enjoy the holiday as well uh, and not get a, a showing coming at them. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that, it depends what's on, but I, I feel good about what's happening. Well, that's a good sign. Yeah, and then how Christmas um, and the new year kind of lays out, I think people are going to have off a couple weeks, you know, and so and it, it tends to get boring when you're sitting around doing nothing. So they might be looking at houses. So, right. and we're also taking advantage of some of the things that maybe some sellers didn't do, um, 
and then they are doing them now, and then maybe putting them back off on after the first of the year. All right. So yeah. Well, before I ask Andy that, what uh, you brought a, a special guest with you today? Yeah. Well, yeah, Jennifer Gagne. She's uh, I've been worked with her forever. Actually, she's a, a realtor. Was a realtor, uh, and ended up getting her husband got. Uh, Transferred. transferred. And so then that kind of put her into another uh, uh, line of work <laughs> and which uh, helps us out. But uh, by the way, I'm going to say you are always a fantastic realtor. I remember working that. with you and then other people in our office always said that too. Good, good. So, That's good to hear. Yeah. We're going to talk you back into that industry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But anyways, uh, you, why don't you tell us a little bit about, I mean, first of all, your company <laughs> and, and what you actually sell to us. Sure. So um, in the home warranty industry, um, you know, there's there's multiple different home warranty um, companies in the Twin Cities in Minnesota and even over in Wisconsin. And the main thing that warranties are going to do is um, they're going to cover mechanical systems of homes. So kind of similar, kind of working alongside a homeowner's insurance policy where homeowner's insurance are going to cover that, um, you know, the personal belongings, the structure, things like that. We're going to take on the mechanical Issues And there's a lot of misconceptions, I think, on the consumer side of what it really is and what it's not. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the things mm-hmm. that we wanted to get out to sure. is, is, is those misconceptions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're paying, what, probably five to $600 for a warranty? Correct. Typically, five to $600. And I think a lot of people believe, I mean, your whole house is covered for that five to $600 for the whole year. That's correct. That, and, that is the belief. Yeah. Yes. And so... Uh, no, what is covered? I mean, we. I'll tell you what. In in the old days, mm-hmm. when the first warranties came out, mm-hmm. I always said that, hey, if it's the third day of the fourth month of leap year, they're going to cover that for you. I think you, you even know? said if the yeah. moon was in a different position. <laughs> yeah, in the, exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so if you hit it at the right time, that you might get it covered. And then all of a sudden, and I don't know if it was just because more warranty companies came in, but last year alone, I mean, I had – you guys send these little uh, little postcard-looking things that talk about what you covered, mm-hmm. and I got 24 of those postcards last year on different things that were covered uh, mm-hmm. through that warranty. Yeah, it's it's basically going to take on mechanical. So depending on the warranty, you'll see appliances, heating systems, AC, water heaters, things like that. And it's going to be really for mechanical failures that are just failed during normal usage, so kind of normal wear and tear. Um, you know, things that would be outside of warranty would be – Things like um, if there's rodent damage, some chewed through wiring, things like that. So there are things that are outside of it, and I think that's where um, some of the misconceptions come from. In the in the what people's perception of it is 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 if it's a refrigerator, let's say it's a, a stove, and it fails for any reason whatsoever, it would be addressable. But let's say an, a rodent did get in there and chew through. There are things that are not, and and that's why you see home warranty companies really disclose their full terms, their entire service contract right in a brochure or right online because they want the homeowner to hopefully read that um, and they they want everyone to know what what they do and don't have. But it's a, it is really a nice peace of mind um, for people to be able to have that. And uh, like I said, they've gotten a lot better. And also these warranties can cover the sellers during the listing period as well. Correct, correct. And I think in this kind of market, uh, it it can be a great tool because – you know, there's been a lot of, at least over the last year or so, there have been um, multiple offers have been prevalent. And what we're seeing with multiple offers a lot of times is buyers really feeling like they're paying top dollar. And now all of a sudden comes the inspection. And yes, the furnace is 20, 20 years old, something like that. So mm-hmm. I think warranties for a seller can be a really great thing. They can put it on at the time of list and hopefully make as long as that, that 
20-year-old furnace is working properly, then they would be able to use that as a tool to say, you know what, I know maybe it is older and, and you know, you were in multiple offers and maybe you did feel like you paid top dollar, but we're giving you the warranty because it is working properly at that time of inspection. Yeah. Um, Andy, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, like Home Service Plus and those kind of things yeah. versus like the, the warranty program. Um, you know, I think that there's people that like the a la carte aspect of, of some of those services where they – know they have a couple troublemakers down in their utility room and they want to make sure that they're covered if something happens to one of those items. And then it keeps their expense to maybe a minimum. But I think when you really shop it, mm-hmm. you know, it's surprising um, when you break down. Like I know that uh, when we do them in a lump sum and it's, you know, 600 to $1,000 or whatever they average now, mm-hmm. and then you break it down per month, it's under 100 bucks a month. So, I mean, it, by, by quite a bit, you know. So it's like there's there's a lot – being warranted for that more than just those troublemakers. And so I kind of, you know, I look at it a lot of different ways. I like both ways, actually. Well, when you say that, I mean, mm-hmm. it does. I mean, you can get pool coverage or hot tub coverage. Correct. I mean, septic system coverage. I mean, there's a lot of different things now. Now, it's not, hey, if, you're, if your system's bad or it overflows. I mean, there's like the working parts. It, you, yes, the mechanical pieces to it. So I think that's one of the things that uh, the homeowner, the end user, uh, will, um, you know, there, there can be some dollar limitations that I think surprise people if they didn't read through the contract. Something like a septic, it would be the mechanical components, and you will see some dollar limitations on certain policies. I had a question a couple of weeks ago. We had mm-hmm. text into the show, and they asked, do you have to have a home inspection before you buy the warranty? That is a great question um, because that is something I run into quite a bit. Uh, any home warranty company will only extend unknown pre-existing condition coverage to you if you had an inspection or a system tested by licensed techs. Hmm. So you certainly can do a warranty, but if the warranty company offers an extended unknown pre-existing condition coverage, the only way to um, kind of collect on that or get a claim covered on that is if you had a system tested. All right, tell you what, let's take a quick break. We have more show to come. If you have any kind of a real estate question, call it in or text it in. The same number applies, 651 989-9226. And welcome back to our real estate show. If you have that kind of a question, call it in or text it in. Same number, 651-989-9226. Chris and Andy and Jennifer, you know what I didn't uh, ask yet is uh, I asked uh, Chris about the week in real estate. I didn't ask you yet, Andy. How was your week in real estate? (laughs) Well, thank you. Uh, It was good, actually. It was hard for him not to talk. Just sitting here with my. It was very quiet. Yeah, yeah it's easy to shut my mic off. Um, no, the uh, no, it was good. You know, we had a lot of showings. Wrote a couple of offers this week. We have uh, some of our new um, sales now rolling over into January. So basically, our selling season here is over for for new orders. So it's uh, you know it's exciting though. I, this time of year, we always you know do the everybody will be distracted, but we still seem to sell a lot of properties this time of the year, and right. it's. Uh, because I think that, you know, again, the markets change. People's lives change, and people don't want to wait anymore. It's an instant society. I mean, we click yeah. things, and it gets shipped to your house the next morning, and I think housing is kind of trying to follow that a little bit. So I, I know this is not smart to do, especially live <laughs> on air, but uh, with Mr. Prasky, because I'm sure I'll never hear the end of it. But this morning, <clears throat> I had to show a house before the show. Oh, this morning. Right. Yeah, so at 8.30, and so I get there, and it was kind of how we got it confirmed. It was a little different, and uh, the people are coming. They actually were... Um, at the vet because their dog is hurt and they were going to say, hey, we might be a little late. So I got there exactly at 830 mm. and I went up and I'm, I'm looking for the lockbox and they said it's on the front door, you know, and I'm, so I'm looking everywhere and I'm thinking because of the directions it said someone might be there. So I'm knocking on the door and no one's, you know, no one's doing it. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I called them out. I said, I don't think I can get in. And so I, I text the agents and uh, 
He said, well, it's on the front door. Don't you see it? I said, no, I've looked everywhere. You know. House, Chris? No, I was not. I was, when I was, I was at, they had like the little door, like in front of it. I got a picture. I'm going to put it on Andy and Rooney because there's a little door in front of the front door. No way. Yeah. And I'm like, I've only been doing this 29 years. Like, I can't, it, like I can't a, find the lockbox. Like was, a mudroom door to going into like, like a, a laundry screen door room? almost, but it looked wow. like a, it was a 1930s house. Really cool. Yeah. But that front door kind of, it looked like a front door, but it was really like a screen door. Oh, wow. But I should have known because there's no lock on it. I'm like, oh, sure. Just, but I thought someone might be in there, so I didn't want to open it. So a little embarrassing. You should All try the, coffee. It uh, really wakes you up marks. before those showings. All those years of experience. experience. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of humbling. Yeah. Yeah. No like kidding. Jeez. So. No. Right. So that's the only comment. Well, good. This is good. I'm, I'm sure this will come no, back. No, that to wasn't it. too. I mean, that's that. I hate to say it. Well, that's normal. Happens a lot, actually. Think about the million the things box. you have to have on your, your mind when you're showing up to, uh, to do a showing. And that's where... Like I say to anybody that's selling a house right now, make it easy for the Chris Rooney's of the world when they're coming up to the house, have the lights on, have the driveway shoveled, make sure that your lockbox is easy to find. Actually, just open the door for me, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a little shoulder rub when you get there saying you're a good, good sales guy. No, exactly. that, I think the idea there, Noah, is to cooperate, though, because we're all trying to do the same thing. We're trying to help you guys sell your house. Um, you know, we're trying to make it comfortable for that buyer. And when you have those awkward little, where's the lockbox? You know, the key doesn't fit right. The, I slipped on the ice and almost, you know... It, all those things can show or throw off a showing, and I think that it's it is a little superficial in a way that you have to be heightened on all your senses when you're when you're selling your house. You do it. I talk about that a lot. Is you got to take yourself out of your spot and put it in the other person's spot and what they're thinking, mm-hmm. you know. And I think a lot of people when they're listing a house, what they're doing is think, hey, this is what I like and this is what we have to do, and don't worry about the rest. But that's that person who's buying that house. It might not be about the kitchen, you know, it might be about that basement that you think you should just put storage in, Mm -hmm. you know, that get that out of there. Yeah. And so they can see it like as a big open basement, Mm -hmm. they can finish more area. Absolutely. I still think you guys should write a book. And Jennifer, too. Jennifer probably has similar experiences. Of, be a lot of, let's, picture, let's be a lot of pictures in our book. So you, you, you obviously got to get a lot of phone calls on uh, warranty items that maybe aren't coverable. Sure. But uh, what's one of, the, one of the funny stories that you've had? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say um, one of the most, most interesting would probably be uh, a homeowner was getting ready for a party at their house and wanted to have someone out to... Um, the, she believed her four season porch was detaching from the home and um, thought the home warranty should cover that issue. So that, and one of that had to happen today. So, I mean, that's a little bit, I think that's kind of the extreme of what someone expects from it versus what it actually does. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I think that is right. I mean, it is interesting about your brochures because they're not just, Hey, this is kind of what it covers. I mean, every detail you'd ever want is in that brochure. All of the small print is there. We we cross our fingers and we hope they all read it. Yeah. So there's many different types of brochures. Obviously, you represent HMS. Sure. Um, uh, how about the other ones? I mean, sure. are they all kind of alike or they offer different things? Yeah, actually, most of us are very similar. Um, most of us in the industry are members of a national association. So we're very, our verbiage can be very similar for sure in what's addressed and what's not. Um but where we would differ the most, I would say, would be where there may be dollar limitations. Some may have higher dollar limitations. Some may have lower dollar limitations. Uh, and that's the other thing I think homeowners are not aware of is, one, it's similar. It's a service contract, but it's similar to insurance. So there's a process. 
Um, like you were saying, Andy, you know, people, it's instant gratification today. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the biggest challenge in the home warranty industry is that there's a process to it. It will be um, very uh, cost effective to have because it is going to save you money. Um, but there to get something approved, it's similar to if you're getting a new roof through your homeowners. Someone comes out and looks at the roof, things like that. And it's not advantageous to call on every little thing either because there's service calls that come with it. Correct. That's yeah. correct. Yep. Mm. All right. Let's take a break. We have another half hour of the show to go. If you'd like to call in or text in your question, again, same number, 651-989-9226. Good morning. Welcome back to our real estate show here on CCOA. You have a question related to real estate. We welcome yours by phone or by text. Again, same number, 651-989-9226. Uh, the text came in just a bit ago. It says, how much impact does school districts realignments have on real estate in those areas? Could be a lot. You sit at those meetings, those parents should sure are upset. Usually, you know, they don't want the kids moving. And the big problem too, Denny, is when they have siblings. You know, the older siblings are at this that school system, and now the younger ones are going to go another direction or something like that. So it's havoc, but it's... There's a reason why they're usually doing it. Usually it has to do with capacity or there's, you know. Um, yeah, there's impacts. Uh, you know, obviously if you're if you're maybe getting rid of schools, mm-hmm. um, you know, because there's not enough people. I mean, obviously tax dollars are going to go down. Yeah. But I think it can go both ways. I mean, it can be a real positive impact yep. or it could be a super negative impact as well. well you know? I mean, there's there are some areas where school districts, I mean, literally across the street can make a, a $30,000, $50,000 difference on the value of the lot. And then when you go to sell your house, the same thing. If somebody's looking for a very specific school district, I mean, any real estate agent listening to me is nodding their head because it's. I've had people come in and say, I only want to live in this district. And they won't even look at houses outside that district. So if all of a sudden your boundary moved and now you're on the other side of the street, you're not even going to get looked at. So it, it it's a huge deal. Yep. Yes, it is. Another text uh, just came in. Uh, we've addressed this before, but please talk a bit about selling as is. Mm. Well, selling as is is... Uh, there's there's a couple ways in which to look at that. Um, a lot of people think, hey, I'm not doing a darn thing, and this is and this is the way it is, and this is the way we're selling it. And then other ways, it's, hey, we're going to buy it. We're going to uh, negotiate something to have an inspection and then going to make sure that it, we get all that stuff taken care of. And then once we close on it, then it becomes as is that we can't go back to that, yeah. that seller. I see a lot of my empty nesters, Denny, doing that where they have the – um, they're moving on to maybe senior housing or something like that, and they want that liability to stop. So they ask us to sell the house as is to not have them have to go back and revisit anything with their existing home. Okay. But it can affect your values, though, too. If people think you're hiding something or they think that you're using that as a, as a shield, it can actually hurt your resale value. So You bet. Send a text if you like, 651-989-9226. There's another one just came in. We are considering selling, uh, and our home has a permanent wood foundation. Does this limit our buyer pool, and is that foundation something that can be warranted? Interesting. Jennifer, how about on your end? Do you guys? That's that's a great question. Um, no, the foundation, really warranties are going to be um, repair, replacement of mechanical systems. So regardless if it's a cement, stone, Correct. wood foundation. Mechanical. Well, in Minnesota, though, builders have to warranty that for 10 years, foundation and structure. So, so what do you think about having a wood foundation? Is that going to hurt somebody when they're um, selling? They're warmer. I mean, they're nice. They're definitely a newer, newer um, or a, a unique concept here. I mean, and I don't mean that with any thirty, you know, forty years. I mean, but have yeah, they, they haven't right. stood really the test of time, right? Most people like mortar and brick and everything else. But there, there are, there are. Always, here's what I like: I like innovation, and I like people bringing us new solutions to old problems. 
and coming up with more efficient ways to do things and more economical and, you know, eco-friendly things. And so I think there's a lot of arguments to be had. And I think you might find a buyer that's seeking a wood foundation. It just may take you a little longer to find that specific buyer. And I say don't run away from it. Right. But celebrate it and yep. get them as much information as you possibly can because um, I've gone into houses where they've had the whole book and it explains everything. And once people understand it, it's like, oh, it's great. But if you talk, I mean, if you went and talked to 10 different people, mm-hmm. eight of them would say, I would never buy a house with a wood foundation, you know, and they don't, but they don't even know what a wood they foundation even means. It, no. But so if you can get that information to someone right away and so they can understand it in this they can ask those eight out of ten. Well, why wouldn't you do it? Oh, I don't know. Just because it's not cement, you know. Mm-hmm. Our so. friend uh, Andy Lindis has a wood foundation in his uh, old home. They love it. Yeah, totally. A lot of people do. I've sold quite a few of them, and they they love them. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, Ken is calling from uh, New Prague. Ken, you're on CCO. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Yes, I have a question about impervious coverage. Uh, a large house. Uh, actually, it's a neighbor's house uh, next door. And the county says that they are over on impervious coverage due to multiple uh, permits, and uh, I don't know how that happened, but they they um, state that it probably it, it, uh, would be a civil matter. I don't know. They're, the problem is they are moving, and I'm wondering if I'm going to have to uh, take you know precautions with a new neighbor, or if there's anything to be done. What happens with impervious coverage, and you know why? Why is that stated as a you know a percentage? And yeah. Due to um, you know just what what lines do I take? In All right, what, we'll like see what the guys think. Okay. Yeah, I mean, civil matters means attorneys, and we don't talk about that. But I mean, what impervious surface does? I mean, it just it basically makes it so you you have water runoff that can actually go into your ground. You know, a lot of times, like on the lake. I mean. Can I have 30%, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, to well, me, I don't know how they could have had permits and got past it because typically they'll make you do a, a survey mm-hmm. to be able to say, hey, if you want to add another shed on there, and it sounds like if it's out in New Prague, and I don't know if it's on Cedar Lake or it's on Acreage, but that they would have had to have a survey to make sure that the impervious surface was was right. Yeah, usually with approvals, as, as rules change, you know, and we've become very um, – I'd say friendly with the idea of retaining rainwater to go back into the soil for, you know, the underwater ground elevate, whatever. So there's a lot of effort that's been put into, you know, ponding on site and, and, you know, that your property actually, that all the rainwater goes to a rain garden or things like that. The problem or the caveat to that this year with as much rain as we've had, there are some of those areas that have those uh, rain areas now, those, those holding rain gardens full and there's nowhere for that water to go. The water in the ground this year was fully saturated in a lot of areas. And so now it's actually creating issues with flooding. So I'm seeing some retraction or some, um, you know, easing, if you will, on the impermeable surface issue because they don't want people's houses to flood out. And so they're kind of working with each individual person individually. But it is a city and a county, depending on where you're at, um, regulated. Yeah, and I think thing. the thing is, is that if that seller understands they're over the impervious surface, I mean, that's something they – should probably be disclosing for sure, sure. Uh, to a potential buyer so that buyer knows what they're dealing with when they're coming in. Good point. 651-989-9226. That's the text number, and that's also the phone number if you'd like to uh, give us a call. Yeah, Jennifer Gagne with HMS 
home warranty. And it's also, what is your companies are called Cinch, huh? Cinch Home Services? Yes, correct. Okay. correct. Um, do people typically, I don't, we, we usually give warranties for one year. Mm-hmm. Do they go longer than that? They do. They do. So uh, a lot of times buyers can do multiple years up front, or let's say we were talking about a seller um, putting it on their listing. If they want to maybe make that older system a non, non-factor during the transaction, um, you might they might look at doing two years, but warranty as a whole, um, you know, their their business models are really built in renewal business. So they're they're always really hoping that first year policy does look to renew it and have it be part of their monthly, um, you know, their monthly protection for their home. Yeah, versus maybe going with the home services type Correct. contract and stuff like that. Sure. So, Andy, mm-hmm. it is Christmas. How how many? Um, oh, geez, he's got this look on his face. I think he's got more trivia. Of course I do. <laughs> but you know, I want to ask you before you get into yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, there was there was some uh, word about a uh, kind of a this is the giving season. Yeah, and uh, you're involved in some gift card. We, we are giving away a thousand dollar shopping spree, and all you have to Ooh. do is attend one of the models for Eternity Homes, uh, EternityHomesLLC.com. Go on there, take a look at the different locations of the models. There, all you have to do is go in there, register for the drawing, um, say hi to the the nice friendly sales rep, maybe bring us some anything. hot chocolate. Are realtors yeah. included? Uh, it doesn't matter. Nice. Real, yeah, so bring the real estate agents in there as well. Um, and then what we're going to do is we're going to draw that on Monday. So we're trying to bring some extra traffic out to the models, take a look at those models, give us some great feedback, and then have a happy holiday. And you guys have them all over the Twin Cities, though. Yeah, there's 33, I believe, model home oh, centers okay. that are up. Uh, everything in the North Metro is, is usually uh, my group is kind of handling for them, but uh, there's great... Agents across the Twin and that's States. going on when? This Saturday and this Sunday. So the, go on out there, eternityhomesllc.com. All right, very good. Tell, now, tell me we don't have time to do trivia. Yeah, we're out of time. So <laughs> no, Funny, really. gentlemen and lady, I'd like to know, when do you think the term Realtor was coined? When was it coined? Oh. When did they come up with the name Realtor? Boy. Oh, that's easy. That was 1974. Well, I, I don't remember. That's 1916. Oh, Oh, 16? 1916, <laughs> which off. is coincidentally the same year that people started mispronouncing it. <laughs> like, so it's not Realtor? Most, right, exactly. Realtor and all these other things, but it's Realtor. So I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. The other, another fact. So this individual today is worth $86 billion and still lives in his original home. I know that. In Nebraska, one. I bet. It is. And he paid $31,000 for this home and says it was the third best investment he's ever made in his life. Warren Buffett, Buffett. for sure. Yeah, oh. Warren Buffett. Oh. Today's value, they just did a, an appraisal on that. They say the houses were 652000 He paid 31000 for it in 1958. Oh, Does he Actually, really live there full time? Uh, so, yeah, and he also owns islands and other things, yeah. but that is his <laughs> okay. primary residence. Okay. I actually, when Does I was there. Does he homestead that property? I believe okay. when I was there for a or for a volleyball or a volleyball deal, we were down there for a tournament for my daughter. We actually, I said, I gotta go find this guy's house. So I did. I literally, you Google it, and he's got his same routines. He goes down to the same restaurant every day, has the same lunch, his cherry coke, and his what was it, uh, barbecued ribs or something like that. He has every day for lunch, and uh, yeah, I found that fascinating considering somebody of that wealth. It's crazy. How about that? We'll be back with more trivia. In just a moment. Maybe. And if you have a real estate question, certainly call it in or text it in 651-989-9226. And good morning. Welcome back to our real estate show. We're here every Saturday in the 10 o'clock hour, always welcoming your phone calls related to real estate or your text messages. Same number, 651-989-9226. Where do we go from here, guys? Well, it's interesting you asked, Denny. (laughs) 
<laughs> Am I glad what, I asked? What is the oldest wooden house in North America? Oldest wooden house. And how, how old do you think it is? Oldest wooden house of record in North America. 1743. Is it New England, New England area? Oh, for yep. sure. Well, it's the it's Fairbanks House of Dedham, Massachusetts. is the oldest known wooden structure still standing in North America. It was built in 1637 for Jonathan and Grace Fairbanks and their six children. Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? We've got one more international oh, question for you guys. What country... Make it fast. Oh, well. Okay, what country... Um, generally depreciates their homes in value and are torn down and replaced after about 30 years. What country? What country do homes generally depreciate in value and are torn down and replaced after about 30 years? Alaska. That's not a country. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, we, we should have Siberia? Button. Siberia, that's what nope, I Nope, not Siberia. Russia. What? See, I go country. actually right to the city. I go right to it. Danny, do you have a guess? Well, I'm trying to. Th- it's an. Let me put it this way: it's an island. Oh, oh why? No, no, you said a country. You said a country <laughs> again. Philippines. Danny might want to shut his mic. Off. <laughs> the cough syrup's kicking in. I don't even know how to open a lockbox for God's sake. <laughs> what was that? You, uh, Philippines. The Philippines. And did you have a guess, Danny? No. It's actually Japan. Oh. And here's oh. what's cool about that, guys: there are nearly four times as many architects and two times the number of construction workers than the U.S. in Japan. Wow! Because of that, so it's a, it's their own little economy, building houses. That's oh. interesting. Well, so maybe, That's all I have for today, guys. Sorry. I was going to say Japan, by the way. But. <laughs> Since you do your trivia question, no one knows what this show's about. They're asking us if you do free estimates for remodeling. So we don't do that. We're realtors. But Linda's but does, Linda's does yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Andy'll do that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then, I think Denny should be doing the. the no, Andy uh, reminded me of the the, the the town that it's in. That we've got a report. We always have. We have great listeners, and here's the text says there's sunshine on the twine ball, and Andy said that's in Darwin. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, you You're were right. correct. He was right. Yeah. So that's good news. The old traveling salesman in me came back. And another texter says, "I love the trivia." Oh, thank you. Andy's wife is texting again. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Oh, God. All right. Hey, her. we do. I mean, we should maybe talk about yeah. some real estate. I think and, so. And during this time, there's typically Christmas trees up and, and decorations. Mm-hmm. Good or bad when selling a house? You know, I'm I'm okay with it because I think that's part so of our I. culture. I think it adds that magic to the air. It's kind of fun, and it, it reminds people of why we want our own home. Celebrate those big events of life, right? The holidays, the birthdays, the whatever you want to celebrate. And, and that's what a home provides. And I think that's, that's a key word. It's not a house. It's a home. Right. If they can feel comfortable in there. You know, but some people are obviously in, in our world right now. It's, um, you know, some things can turn people off um, pretty quick, too. So. You, just have to you know, I don't think you whatever. should be one of those houses where you're the on the news because you have so many lights in your yard. But, I, you know, I mean, which I, by the way, think is very cool. I was uh, actually last night over in Plymouth and I saw a house that was buses stopped in front of this house right off of 49th and 169. It's interesting on that. We had a house that uh, their electric bill was excessive. And, you know, for the budget plan, they're like, oh, my gosh, it's too high. It must not be efficient. But it was because they run their Christmas lights mm-hmm. so much. So. Keep that in mind. If yeah, you're selling. there you go. All right, what other, any other tips uh, if you're selling during the holidays, Mr. Brasky? You know. Obviously, with snow, you got to keep that clear. You know, yeah. if, if they're worried about falling and slipping on ice, they're, they're not looking at the front of your house. So mm-hmm. uh, that's important. 
I think, you know, also, you know, the curb appeal is important. Having people, you know, again, I always use the example of a dinner party. Imagine you're having people come over, having the lights on, having, because it does get dark early, guys. So lighting's a big part of what we're talking about this time of year. Sometimes going in, and also I know a lot of people are going to be mad at me for saying this, but they take out the energy efficient bulbs and they put in some of the warmer bulbs. Or if they have warmer energy efficient bulbs and you want to upgrade those, please feel free because you want that house to feel cozy. You want it to feel warm. You want the heat on. You want people to walk in the door and not feel cold. So if you're used to keeping your heat at 65, I also say jack it up to 72 um, so they feel nice, warm, and cozy. Totally. And this is also a great time in which to accent your heated floors. Oh, big time. Speaking of heated floors, are those covered? Yeah, Jennifer. Uh, well, <laughs> heated floors, typically you would see the if it's a water heater that's being used or a boiler type of system that's being used, the, this, the boiler or the water the heater mechanics. itself, the mechanics would be, but yeah. usually not the lines themselves. Okay, why don't you quickly talk about it, and we got to go pretty quick, but that extra seller coverage mm-hmm. and why that's important. Yeah, seller coverage is um, really, it's it's widely used on the East and the West Coast, Um and it's it's a little more uh, limited here, which I think could be a good benefit for a seller, but really important because it protects the seller during and after the close. And I think that's probably one of the most important pieces to it is if your buyer's had an inspection, you've gotten through the transaction, now you've closed. It's the best way I think for a buyer to, or sorry, a seller to make a clean break from that close and say, nope, we've kind of we've we've allowed those inspections, we've we've disclosed everything we know about the home, and that way, if something happens after the close, it's they're not hearing about peace it. of mind, peace of mind after. Yeah, that. and I, that's a big that's a big thing. I mean, when you leave a house, you want to be. You want it to be gone, you know, because yeah. there might be some emotional things, too, from leaving that house. And, sure. and any time there's like um, something issues with the, that house, a lot of those people take that personal as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really it's, it's that's why I think the warranties are great. And I, I know that uh, other than the third month of the fourth day of the mm-hmm. full moon yeah. on leap year, yeah. they do cover uh, stuff now. So it's uh, yeah. it's a nice it's a nice thing to do. And. And Jennifer is a fantastic salesperson. Yeah, Thank absolutely. So. I appreciate well, she just we had her out on uh, was it Wednesday? We did our yeah. our team training, and everybody left there going, "Jesus, this is a, I'm, like they got excited about warranties, Chris." I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So yeah, but it's I mean it's a great tool, and it's something that's why I bring it to you guys. You know, when you're listening on the you know on our show, and it's it's the, these kind of things a lot of people have questions about, and they want to not get ripped off. They yeah. want to provide a fair sale to the consumer that they're selling to. Mm-hmm. This is a great way to do it. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's, I mean, obviously we recommend real quickly. Can you answer if I was listening to the show, how do I shop warranty companies? How do you know that yeah. a warranty company is worthy of, of purchasing from? Um, I would go right to the national uh, service contract association. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're a member of that is so, so similar to a, a national realtor association, home mm-hmm. warranty has an association as well. It's a, called a national service contract. Yep. Association. That's a great place to start because those companies do have to work under a code of ethics as well, and um, you know have to have certain strict underwriting guidelines and and funds and things like that. So yeah. that's a great place to if start. If someone's not buying a house and they just want to have one of your home warranties, yep. can they have that? Yeah, they certainly can. Yep. yep. And a great place to start would be the association tour, going to the websites, and and biggest thing is read it. You know, we want to we want to give you access so you can read it. I was asked to make aware uh, we have a slab on grade Rambler townhouse going on the market literally today at 1051 159th lane northwest in andover it's a two-bedroom one bath 1272 square foot house for 217 nine mm. we have that open today one to three yeah exactly i said what too and uh that's open one to three today and you can find that on our andy and website with all the other information that's out there will we find you guys back here next saturday and rooney is capitalized on that 
<laughs> yes, we'll be back. I was going to say, I'll take that as a yes. Yeah. You have to use a smaller font than my name, too, I think. Jennifer, thanks for, Thank for joining us. It's great to have you here. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.